Welcome to or welcome back to the Made For More podcast with yours truly, McKenna Romaniano. And this podcast was designed to help you elevate your life, faith, fitness, and nutrition so that you leave with more than you came with. You are made for more and that's exactly what this podcast was created to show you. So let's level up together and jump into this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. And today we're going to be talking about growth mindset in specific because honestly, this is one of the biggest things that I needed to do to move the needle forward in just my self-development journey and to get to where I am today. And by no means am I where I want to be. I have continually been able to grow and I'm so grateful for that. And I'm nowhere where I want to be. So keep on growing and keep on changing. That's the goal here. But the mindset is huge and fundamental in order to be actually have this work for you. Because if you have goals and ambitions and dreams, that's great. But if you are in a fixed mindset, that is not going to do much for you. Because fixed mindset essentially means that you are stuck in your ways, you're not open to change and change is where the best things happen. It also is super hard because change is very, very difficult, but change is where growth happens and it's outside of our comfort zone, but that is exactly what we need to do in most cases. So the growth mindset is a mindset shift from being so fixed in your ways to being able and open to have change come into your life and be able to facilitate that change. Shifting your way the brain works, though, it's no easy feat. It is tough. It's called neural rewiring, and you're changing the way your brain sends signals. So by no means is it easy and a walk in the park. It is very difficult and time-consuming, but 100% worth it if you can stick it through. Because the way that I like to explain how your brain works is essentially like a forest. Now, bear with me here for a second. So we have a path in the forest that we've been walking down for years now. It's completely clear. There's a clear path and you've walked on it enough times. There's no weeds. It's not overgrown. And there's a clear entrance and an exit. That is the way your thoughts have been going. So if you are more of a negative person and say, I can't do this, the first response that your brain is going to give when there's something new is I can't do this just because it's easiest and it's fastest and your brain can get from point A to point B in the shortest amount of time. Now, what if you told yourself, I can do this and I am capable? That shift is something that your brain is not used to. And since your brain is not used to it, it's going to provide some pushback and some resistance. So in order to overcome that pushback and resistance, it's going to take time and consistency of rewiring that brain and just honestly rewiring that thought pattern. So instead of going through that same forest from start to finish where the path was, I can't do this, you have to walk through the path of overgrown bushes. There's probably some thorns in there. There is might be a mud puddle. There might be some water in there. And it's not going to be an easy path for your brain to go down because it's not something that your brain wants to do. Your brain wants to take the easiest path from point A to point B. And by putting all these things in the way, it's actually making it harder for your brain to get to the end decision. But we can stick it out. It might be super uncomfortable to say, I can do this. I am capable. But the more you do that and the more you take that path instead of the old path that I can't do this, the more that new path of I can do this, I am 100% capable is going to become worn down. You're going to be able to see from point A to point B. You're probably going to step on the thorns and they're going to be eventually like weed whacked out of there. And the old path of I can't do this is going to start to overgrow the weeds. The flowers are going to come back and kind of cover that path. You might have a mud puddle in that path now and not the new one. And it's going to take time. And this is why I say it takes energy, time, and consistency because you have to consistently rewire your brain to say, I can do this. And this goes for any thought that you want to kind of get out of your life or rewire. Getting rid of that old thought is going to take time, consistency, and energy of putting that towards something else. So instead of saying, I can't do this, and that being your truth, you have to rewire that and say, I can do this, even though it's uncomfortable, even if it's 
something you don't believe in the moment, the more you do this, the easier it's going to get to believe. And shifting it, again, is super, super tough. But this is the difference between people who succeed and who people who stay stuck. The people who stay stuck and have a fixed worldview think one way, while the people who have a growth mindset see the world as something bigger than themselves and bigger than any mental barrier you have. You're not so stuck in that one path. You can see the whole picture. You can see the whole forest. You can see the 15 different paths that you could potentially take instead of being so narrow-minded that there's only one way to get stuff done. Instead of seeing the world as 2D, like where you do X, you get Y, like people have done before, like you're following a trend or just the traditional pipeline of you go to school, go to college, get a job. That is by no means a bad thing. It's just the way that things have been done. But most billionaires and most people who are super successful, some way along the line, disrupt that pattern. I don't think this is an all or nothing thing either. You don't necessarily have to be a fully fixed mindset, not also a fully growth mindset. Like there's somewhere in the middle. And honestly, that's where I feel like I am. And most people in similar situations who are building a business or have a lot of ambition, we're not 100% growth minded all the time. That's just a hard place to be. We have some fixed mindset tendencies. And in some cases, you definitely see growth and see the world as limitless. But in sometimes or circumstances, like I still place limits on myself, just being completely transparent. I have a I struggle, I have a hard time sometimes trying to tell myself I can do all things because I can do all things through, through Christ who strengthens me 100%. But like actually believing that, that's a whole other story. But for example, the classic, like I said before, go to college, get a job. That's the path that we have become socially accepted as the norm. And it just falls right into most people's laps without thinking really twice about it. So that's kind of my path, honestly, that I went down is I was like, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to get a degree, and I'm going to get a job. And that's the way it's going to go, because that's the way it's always been. But I got to school, realized that my passion was not within getting a degree and getting a nine to five. And there's nothing wrong with the traditional route, like I said before, but I just never even questioned the traditional route. Like I just was under the impression that I do this one thing. I do X, I get Y. I go to school, I get a degree. I get a degree, I go to get a job. That's just the foundation of how our society was built and how I was honestly taught and brought up. But other things such as like money, that's just a hot topic in and of itself. But people ask how to make, say, a million dollars, $100,000. And most people, they think they have to go to their job for X days to get X promotion to make X amount of money. But that is a fixed mindset in a sense because you're not thinking outside the box. You could build wealth in so many different ways. You have a skill. Be able to market that skill or that product and deliver it and sell that product. And that can become an income stream. Airbnbs, Etsy, you could resell things, you could teach classes, you could do courses, you could sell materials, like there's so many things you can do. And you could take it a step farther and create wealth by the fastest way, honestly, to create wealth. Say you want to create $100,000 of wealth, buy something for a million, sell it for 1.1, you just made 100k. I know that's not feasible for a lot of people. But I'm just saying think outside the box and stop putting ourselves in these predetermined categories of I only make this much money a year. No, you choose to make that much money a year. And again, this doesn't have to deal with money. It can be with relationships. It could be with traveling. It could be with the gym. It could be with food. Like there's so many different ways we could kind of take this, but we put ourselves in these boxes on a daily basis and it just keeps us stuck. We limit our own potential because that's how we were taught to see the world. And zooming out and seeing the world in a different way, it's not normal. It's not normal. And that's why I kind of have a soft spot for this topic because I have been brought up just in the world that we live in to be so fixed minded on a lot of things. Of course, I saw my potential. Of course, I was told I could do anything when I was little, but 
actually executing on that and believing that, that's a different story. So in order to transition into a more of a growth mindset, we have to realize that nothing is just one way. Every single thing has variance. You can get an A in a class a million different ways. You can build a million dollar business a million different ways. You could travel the world a million different ways. Everything has variance. There's no one right way to do something. The way you frame that situation is different, but the situation itself is the same. Say you wanted to become a D1 athlete or even go pro. You could do that a million different ways in a million different sports. Maybe not a million, but you get my point. Every situation is different and everybody comes from a different background and we have different skills in order to get us there. It's the mindset shift that those people share. The top 1% share that same mindset of a growth mindset. They're always open to change, always looking for the next best endeavor, always being open to sharing their experiences, pivoting if they need to, and not getting too complacent or too stuck. You can choose to grow from a decision or let it control you from everything from a bad investment to a failed business venture, a job you don't like, a breakup, et cetera, et cetera. You get my drift here. But here are some things that I have done. I'm going to give you guys, let's see, I think I have eight different bullet points on how to progress from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. So tip number one, start to see problems differently and question things. Why, why, why? This is going to be the biggest question you're going to ask yourself. Why is the corporate hierarchy set up like that? What can you do with the hours that you are not at work? How can you cultivate those opportunities that you resonate with? What is your passion and what is going to make you money if that's your goal? What is your passion and what do you love if that's your goal? What can you do on those off hours when you're not at your nine to five? If you do work a traditional nine to five and want to kind of step outside the box, what areas in your life are lacking or have you been complacent with? Maybe you've been going to the gym for 10 years and you just don't push yourself that much anymore. If that's an area you want to work on, push yourself in the gym. Ask yourself why to almost everything that you've never really thought about before. Why do I have to go to the grocery store and my produce is in aisle one? There's probably a reason for that. Why does it take so long to build muscle? Why do most people fail on diets? Why are smartphones engineered the way they are? You can dive into so many things and figure out and learn and experience life in a different way if you ask more questions. So start to see problems differently and question everything. Number two is start to say yes more. I'm not meaning like a yes man kind of way where like every single opportunity that comes your way, you say yes, yes, yes to, because of course we have limited time. We have to be strategic with that time, but put yourself out of your comfort zone. Travel more, say yes to the dinner party, go to a museum, ask a friend that you haven't seen in a while to catch up, take a new class, start something new, get a certification. Exploration will not happen by itself. You have to put the train in motion, create and put yourself in situations where you are forced to grow. My goal, whenever I go to a conference or whenever I am in a room with a lot of executives or business leaders or people who are doing amazing things, I want to be the dumbest person in that room. That way I learn. If I am the smartest person in a room, I'm not pushing myself to expand, to grow and to get better. I need to put myself in a room where I am uncomfortable. I don't know what's going on. I am a newbie there. And that is the only way that I'm going to be able to grow and learn. That's how I was able to build what I have built today is consistently putting myself in situations that would have terrified me and did terrify me, honestly. But I've gotten to the point where I've done that enough that it's a little bit less terrifying. And I've met a lot of my good friends that way as well, because we have that similar mindset and that similar drive and hunger to get better and expand. So number two, start saying yes to more things. Number three, be aware of your thoughts. You can use like the classic CBT skill of cognitive distortions to label those thoughts as they come up. If you don't know what they are, Google CBT cognitive distortions, there's a whole list. 
Are you catastrophizing the situation at hand? Do you have an all or nothing mindset? Overgeneralization, fortune telling. You can find a whole list of them on Google, like I said, but those are just some quick ones. Learn when you're in that loop of thinking and catch yourself and challenge those thoughts because thoughts create our reality. So if you can be aware of your thoughts and things that are distorting those thoughts, that is a huge, I guess, piece in being able to stop them and turn around the train and go the other way. Number four is redefine failure. Failure is just one more way not to do something. It does not shut you down. It just pushes you forward if you view it like that. A lot of people view failure as you have to quit. You're done. You failed, for lack of a better term. But if you can think of failure as one more way not to do something, you welcome those challenges. It just means that it's not easy. Most people won't do it. That's why we're talking about it in a growth mindset because most people do not redefine failure. They let it define them. Number five, recognize the journey. The end destination is cool and all. If you want to build a six-figure business, if you want to build a million-dollar business, if you want to lose a certain amount of weight, if you want to get married by a certain year, if you want to buy a house, like whatever that is, the end destination is pretty cool, right? But if you only focus on that, you miss the growth part of the growth mindset. Let me say that again. You miss the growth part of the growth mindset. Changing your brain chemistry and rewiring your brain is not something you can do overnight. So embrace the process because trying to speed through it is not going to do you any favors. You learn through experiences. If I handed you a million dollar business today, I can guarantee you it probably will dissolve in the next couple of months because you did not know how to build that business. I just handed it to you. The journey is the most important part of this whole this whole point, honestly, because the end destination is only a piece of it. The journey is where you actually define what you learn and how you can apply it, not only to that one endeavor, but to every other endeavor you're going to accomplish. Number six, learn from other people's mistakes. This is the most important one from the side of business specifically. Also fitness, I'm gonna throw it in there too, because you can pay other people to learn from their mistakes. Mentors, coaches, teachers, professors, etc. you pay them to fast track the learning for you. For example, if you were to try to figure out to learn accounting by yourself without going to a school, I'm sure you could do it. Would it take probably longer than four years? Most likely, yes. Would you probably be as good as you were if you were to go to get a four-year degree in accounting? Probably not. You need to put yourself in these situations that force you to grow at turbo speed. I'm not necessarily saying a quick fix because those just don't work in the diet industry, but putting yourself in a situation where you are learning from people who have been there and done that before you. Not taking their word as gospel because everybody has different experiences, but they can teach you a lot of things. That's why mentors exist. That's why coaches exist for sports. If you try to learn a sport by yourself, can guarantee you somebody who had a coach is going to go miles farther, miles faster as well. You've just saved yourself 10 plus years of experience that you probably would have ran yourself in circles a few times. If you can pay someone to take that 10 year span and make it into one, that is going to expedite not only the results you get in your life, but in business and whatever endeavor you're looking to accomplish. So not hiring a coach for me specifically, like a fitness coach costed me four plus years and led me down a rabbit hole that ultimately culminated in an eating disorder. Not seeking help from those who knew more than me was the biggest cost, biggest cost, honestly, that I've experienced in my life so far. And time-wise, it was the most time-intensive lesson that I had to learn to this day. And that's what I do what I do with this podcast, with my business, all this stuff, because I would have loved to not make those mistakes the way I did back then. But again, hindsight's twenty twenty. So this is me going forward. But number seven, be stubborn, but in a good way. Do not give up. Going back to point number four, realize that being stubborn is just another way of redefining failure and not giving up because 
Going back to point number four, realizing that being stubborn is just another way of redefining failure and just not giving up. Don't get to the point of insanity where you're doing the same thing and same thing and same thing and expecting a different result, just being stubborn in that way that you're not willing to try anything else because that is a fixed mindset. We're talking about a growth mindset here, but be stubborn because that can be your biggest superpower. If the shoe does not fit the first time, go back to the metaphorical shoe store and try again. It's not your sign to never wear shoes again. You just need a different size or a different style if the shoe doesn't fit. This is about being stubborn, not trying to jam that size four shoe onto your size eight foot, but go back to the shoe store and try again. Redefine that failure and be stubborn. Do things until something works. Don't do the same thing and expect a different result. It's kind of the point here. And lastly, number eight, embrace the critics. I am sitting right here making a podcast. Four years ago, if you would have told me this, I would have laughed in your face. I would have never have said that I had a social media. I would be absolutely flabbergasted. that This is even my reality right now that I'm making a podcast sitting down in a podcast studio, like mind blown. People have criticized me from the second that I made in my social media account. I've gotten so much internet hate, but you will never be perfect. And if you're trying to please everybody, you are going to end up pleasing nobody. You will not be perfect. It's just human nature. We can't do it. If you have people in your life who cheer you on, they will give you constructive feedback, especially if you fill your circle with people who want to see you succeed and have a similar growth mindset as you. But take that feedback and make yourself better. I'm not saying take the feedback from the critics that tell you on the social media that you're horrible, all these things and give you hate comments. Like that's not the critics I'm talking about. I'm saying embrace those critics that have the best intentions for you. They want to see you succeed. And if you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. Even Jesus had haters. I'm just going to throw that out there. You have to do something that put yourself at an angle that you are not liked by 100% of the population. It just has to happen. It sucks. Trust me. I wish everybody would like me, but there's just some things about me that people don't like. And I can't change who I am. I can only improve the person that I was meant to be and get myself to be more McKenna and more her. And some people might not like her. Sorry about it. I'm doing the best I can over here. And we're trying one day at a time. Embrace the critics that have the best intentions for you. And just know that haters are going to be there and you cannot let them rain on your parade. Been there. And I've also done that. And I still struggle with this one. That's why I put it in this list as well, because I'm preaching to the choir here. But kind of wrapping up, finally, growth mindset is not something that everybody has. It has to be cultivated. And this might make some people in your life uncomfortable that you are changing and growing and evolving. Trust me, I've been there, done that as well. I've had many people step outside of my life saying that they just, not even that they don't support me, but they just don't see the passion that I have for this, this business, this account, this anything. And I've had friends that have been really, really close to me just no longer support me. And I don't know why they never really gave me a reason, but that is okay because I know what I'm doing is the best thing that I can do for myself. And for people who listen to this podcast and watch my social media, I want to give value however I can. And that just might not align with some people. And that's completely fine. Everybody has different interests and different things that align with them. And we're all growing at our own pace and evolving differently, which is a beautiful part of the relationship between humans, just in general, but keep going. At times it will get lonely. I'm not saying it won't. And you might feel a little sad about it, but you're just pruning your tree in order to come back stronger and find your real people and connections that push you just the way you want to be pushed. They might not live in your same state, for me, a lot of my best friends live states away from me and that can lead me to be lonely, but I just know that I'm doing what I need to do to be successful. And this growth mindset stuff isn't for everybody, but surround yourself with the people who 
care about you and want to see you succeed. And you also want to see them succeed. Reevaluate those connections, grow, change, evolve. It's a beautiful thing. And you got this. And you have a cheerleader here right in your corner for when things get tough. If you need anything, I'm here. Give me a holler. But until next time, thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're at the gym, on the road, cleaning, or walking your dog, I am so glad you chose to spend the last few minutes with me. Find all the links to connect with me in the show notes. And if you have a question or an idea for a guest, please submit the form also found in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe or follow to never miss a new episode drop. And until next time. Thank you.